Ladies and gentlemen, and as the hoodie reads on the YouTube version, fellas, 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 how you doing? Hope you had that lovely, lovely weekend. Hope you had a nice Valentine's Day if you're into that type of business. And if you're not, if you're not, if you're single, if you're out there by yourself right now, struggling through the pandemic on your own because your dating apps can't be buzzing up and people are scared to touch it because you might got the COVID, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Today, National Singles Awareness Day is a great excuse to get right back on the horse in those dating apps, if you will, and see if somebody else out there knows that it's National Single Awareness Day, and maybe you two can hit it off, if you will. Best wishes to you. Look at this. Look at this. Cupid here. I'm working overtime, Cupid, right? Sunday, Valentine's Day. We'll hop over into Singles Awareness Day so I can shoot one of you in the little booty with one of them arrows. So what y'all doing? How you doing? Let's get into this right now, right? Right, right. Also, President's Day. Shout out that as well. Third Monday in February is what I'm told here. Thanks to the internet. So shout out the internet. Shout out all of you watching us. Like, subscribe, do those things. Here's, 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 here's the very busy schedule today on a Monday for all of you. You're getting this video right now. You're getting smacked with it. We're going to be live at 4 p.m. East Coast time today, breaking down this slate in even more depth. Seven games with some big injury news already out there. And you probably will have some more because it's the NBA teams are on back-to-backs. So you know the whole yada yada COVID thing. That thing's actually still happening. Yeah, and I don't know if you read the news or anything lately. Probably should stay away from it for your mental sanity. Then we're also going to be having today at noon Dylan Stars and Scrubs video where he's also breaking down in depth in the description of that video and the description of this video, his favorite monkey knife fight prop of the day. So you can check that out. That's down below as well. Some free props for the NBA streets. I heard people want more props. Bam, we got you covered for today. And then also later today, probably around that 4 or 5 p.m. window, we're going to be releasing the DFS golf video for the Genesis Open. A big, big, big boy event as we got all the stars back in the golf space. If you're not into golf, or at least you just, what I like to say is you don't know you're not into golf yet, be sure to check out that video and get involved in the DFS golf space, especially with the NFL over. So that's what we got for you here on these airwaves on my social media channels, the Twitter, Instagram, those types of things. I'll be releasing the Today in Sports, our one-minute jam-packed comedy slash sports intersection news show that I've been doing and having a lot of fun with. So let me know your feedback on that one. But... But, but, and this is a big old booty, let's start talking some NBA, and let's start with the injury and status dashboard, as we will today right now in alphabetical order, so like, subscribe, and the big one, the big one, the big one that you guys got to do there for me right now, hit that notification bell, that's that next growth spurt thing that we're seeing on YouTube algorithms, at least right now, to the reason why you probably found this channel, if you just found it yesterday, you found it a month ago, you found it a year ago, that notification bell is powerful, right, what it does is, when you tap it, it makes it look like it's ringing, it lets you know when it gets notified, so more people come in when the video starts, you don't have to always, but maybe, okay, yeah, yeah, we got notified, let's go in there and see what he's got to say today, or ask a question on live stream and when people are actually doing that it actually says oh these people like this guy enough to actually use his notifications let's send it to some more people out there who are kind of like them so that really does help the channel grow for the little engine that could here in this one-man show that we're trying to build into somewhat of a network with some new personalities on the channel so starting in atlanta rajon rondo is still out with the back injuries and you're just going to get some guys to pick up minutes here cam reddish saw 28 minutes in the last game he stabilizes some minutes gallows minutes went up to 26 guys off the bench like brandon goodwin just get back into the rotation nothing major but the major news is that kevin durant is out and he's going to miss at least two games with a hamstring injury that it just does not seem to be rest unless they're trying to dupe us here. Kevin Durant is actually going to be out with a legitimate injury. And when Kevin Durant is going to be out the season, you see spikes for the big guys, right? And, Ke- and James Harden is kind of priced for it at 10,700 with a Kyrie Irving still in the court. Like, yeah, Harden is going to project out nice. He's going to project out as probably right around a fair play today, maybe slightly of a value. But again, he's he's kind of priced for it already. Maybe he should be 11,000 instead of 10,700. But Kyrie Irving, as of right now, is still on the court. With no Kevin Durant this year, James Harden is averaging 1.4 fantasy 
fantasy points per minute and Kyrie Irving is averaging 1.39 so I'm going to be a little bit more interested in Kyrie Irving when we get there but yeah Durant being out is going to be pretty big you're going to get just more minutes overall at, at power forward and center for Jeff Green you're going to get more minutes in the rotation for guys like Bruce Brown and, and TLC see who starts there and also Joe Harris will slide down to the floor a good amount more he's averaging 0.8 fantasy points per minute Bruce Brown starts to average 0.79 with no Durant on the court so if Brown was to start he'd be the guy who picks up the biggest minutes bump there at least in the starting rotation now in Chicago when the Carter has not played in a while he is questionable today with a quad still no Laurie marketing still no Otter Porter so if Carter was to return I mean Daniel Gafford's already splitting minutes at center there's nothing major there but it would start to knock into this beautiful beautiful upside that you're seeing from Zach Levine when a guy who averages over a fantasy point per minute and when the Carter actually joins the rotation I mean if you want to talk about recent play Tomas Sadaransky over the last like two to three games has been the best weapon for Zach Levine out there outside of maybe Colby White in Houston Victor Oladipo is going to be missing again and what you get there is another game of John Wall who's still underpriced yes the price point came up to $7,500 but if Victor Oladipo is going to be missing again we're getting even a bigger sample now of what it looks like when John Wall is on the court and Victor Oladipo is off so when you take off your guys like Christian Wood who are still out obviously James Harden and you try to do this on any on off tool that you want to use I'm going to be using right now NBA Wowie add more funds website it's a free tool but if you want to get like a customizable data dashboard it's a little bit more when you take those three guys off the court you now have a sample of John Wall playing in 172 minutes so a pretty nice sample there for about five six games or so he's averaging 1.16 fantasy points per minute a 38 percent assist percentage those are all beautiful things to see so that's interesting. The other interesting thing is that Eric Gordon is sustaining this production. Eric Gordon, who we thought about in the past when he got to play with Russell Westbrook last year and James Harden for all the past seasons, a guy who's just kind of a spot-up shooter, maybe picks you up some peripherals. No, he's been much more involved, a 20% assist percentage right now. In 257 minutes, he's averaging 1.05 fantasy points per minute. Sure, shooting 40% from three-point land is going to help, but he also has a 27% usage rate when Oladipo, Wood, and Harden are off the court. So those guys are going to look really appealing. Sterling Brown picks up more minutes, been playing in the mid-20s when there's no John Wall or no Oladipo out there when one of them's not out there he averages 0.8 fantasy points a minute he's starting to get priced up though but that's another guy who should see a minutes bump in Indy it's gonna be Doug McDermott questionable with an E just track this the Holiday Brothers would get some bumps guys off the bench like Gogun maybe even Jakar Samson get a little bit of a bump yesterday we had the late news that Kawhi Leonard was going to miss and now they're on a back-to-back today we already know that Paul George is going to be missing a lot of time so what you're going to be getting is Kawhi Leonard today questionable with this leg injury yesterday we got that late news and what you ended up seeing out of the starting lineup for the Clippers against Cleveland the Clippers also blowing them out they ended up starting Serge Ibaka, Pat Beverly, Reggie Jackson, Lou Williams got the starting nod in Batum. And Lou Williams, even in a blowout, played 32 and a half minutes. He scored 30 real life points. He went off for like 50 fantasy points. So obviously Lou Williams is going to be looking appealing. I'll be updating the projections today, depending on what happens here with this news and obviously all the other news. So the projections are linked down below. You'll have tools not only for the NBA today and every other day of the week. It's the NBA projections, rankings, value rankings, super draft projections. You'll also be getting an, an overall stats database, projected minutes, all that stuff. You'll also be getting tools for the MMA, projections, rankings, and ownership and the exact same thing for PGA. So be sure to check all that out. It is linked down below in the description of this video, patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore for those tools to help you win more money, more dollar ruskies. And the video is sponsored by, so touching on the Superdraft projections that we offer, the video is sponsored by Superdraft. They continue to not fill those contests. I continue to say that it is the first place that you should be putting your money, but I know there's a lot of new people tuning into these videos daily or people that just need that extra bump and extra edge there. So maybe this will do it for you. $15,000 ruskies to first, a 5,700 person tournament, and it's probably only going to 
fill out like 4,800 to 5,000 people, meaning that somewhere around 20 to 25% of the field is basically just, if you think about it this way, you can have zeros in their lineup. That's where you should be putting your money first. You should not be putting it anywhere else first. You can still play on DraftKings. I do too, but you should be putting your money over on SuperDraft first. And if you use the code SAL, they will give you a free money bonus up to $500 in a slow drip format. So be sure to take advantage of that. There's a link down below in the description. It's a multiplier format. We have projections to help you out. So for example, today, if you were to get a player like Joel Embiid to have 50 fantasy points, you would multiply that by 1.15x. So we'd actually score a little bit more than that. So the whole idea is finding the value in the multipliers, but you know, you don't want to just play guys with a 2x multiplier because they probably stink a lot of the time, right? Rajon Rondo is out today, but he has a 1.95x multiplier. Yeah, but he's probably going to score you like 10 points. So it doesn't matter, right? You want to find that mixture of guys who actually have a nice projection, a nice ceiling and the multiplier. All that stuff can be helped out down below. Or if you just want to ask me a question on Twitter or over here in the comment section is probably the best spot to get an answer to that. But yeah, check out Superdraft. It is where you should be putting your first dollars for your best chance at return on investment. It is not going to last long. These contests not filling. It seems like a promotion by them, but eventually they're going to start to fill as their contests get bigger and bigger and more publicity. So get in there while it's actually good to do so. Link in the description below. That code is SAL, S-A-L. So on the season so far out of Kawhi Leonard, with no Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on the court, we don't have a big sample. We really don't. It's like garbage time run, right? You're getting Terrence Mann with 215 minutes, averaging 0.73 fantasy points per minute. Okay, right? Like, it's literally garbage time run. Yesterday, Terrence Mann ended up playing in that game decent minutes, but 20 minutes. It's not something I'm going to jump to unless he's in the starting rotation over a Lou Williams. You're getting Reggie Jackson seeing 209 minutes. Okay, part of that's garbage time run. Part of that's a couple games where he got to start and he averaged 0.95 fantasy points per minute. Reggie Jackson, who yesterday actually had a decent amount of run, right? Reggie Jackson started yesterday and played 32 minutes in the game. He did get to close out the game in what was a blowout, but again, they didn't have that many bodies yesterday. He got to play the final four minutes of the blowout so either way he got to start played big minutes in the first half so Reggie Jackson is somebody who didn't really play too well yesterday that if Kawhi Leonard was to miss if Kawhi Leonard's in I don't really have interest in anybody Kawhi at 9600 would look somewhat appealing with no Paul George still but that's about it but if he's out, yeah, some, all these guys look good. Lou Williams looks good. Serge Ibaka looks good again. And then guys like Reggie Jackson start to become more appealing, especially since he didn't do anything yesterday. So maybe people will jump off of him. Goran Dragic is still out for Miami. And the guy who keeps benefiting is Kendrick Nunn, who's at a buy low spot. Look, Kendrick Nunn is at a buy low spot. This guy who can guarantee at this point is basically outside of foul trouble, blowouts, all that type of stuff. He's going to play 30 minutes. And he has the upside to play 35 minutes. And he's taking enough shots at this point, double digit side attempts in basically every game, even with Jimmy Butler back, that when his price point is continuing to slide, even though he's playing decent, it's now sliding to the mid 5k range and not like 6200 so this is a buy low spot now for Kendrick Dunn who is the direct beneficiary of Goran Dragic's out if you want to scroll down to Philly in these last couple of names on the list here Philadelphia Joel Embiid is going to be questionable we just have to wait and see Joel Embiid seems to be almost like a LeBron James-esque in terms of being questionable for basically every single game now he has missed like two or three games this year but we just have to see what happens here it's a tough for matchup against Utah and Rudy Gobert but Joel Embiid can take Rudy Gobert out from under the rim where Rudy Gobert is nowhere near the same type of a defender by the paint where Joel can shoot threes and really off the dribble and things like that so just keep a close eye on this obviously if Joel is out I'll update the projections on Patreon down below that you can check out and it will benefit everybody Dwight Howard or whoever starts at center for this team between him and Tony Bradley and then all the other cats on this team if you will your Seth Curry's uh your your obvious options like Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris and just keeping in mind Shake Milton is remaining probably doubtful for this game it seems like he's going to be missing a couple of games here is what it says already if that's indeed the case well then you've been seeing massive minutes 34 35 minutes out of Seth Curry and it really hasn't paid off in a major way because he's not shooting as well right now and picking up as much peripherals but if you're going to keep getting those minutes out of him he's going to have a monster game in there at his cheap price point so he looks very good as value on this slate Marvin Bagley missed yesterday uh, he's questionable now with a calf injury again for tonight so he missed the front end of the back-to-back you ended up seeing out of Sacramento yesterday the starting rotation looking like Harrison Barnes De'Aaron Fox and then Daquan Jeffries actually drew the start it was 
sort of a spot start. He only played like 10 minutes in that game. Rashawn Holmes and Buddy Heald. In terms of big men picking up the minutes of what you got out of Bar- Marvin Bagley, it was really just Bielitsa. Bielitsa came off the bench. Bielitsa played 26.7 minutes, and he basically got a lot of blowout run in that game. But Bielitsa was ending up seeing a lot of run, even in the first half. If you don't count the blowout, blowout run in the second half, Bielitsa in the first half still ended up playing about 12 minutes. So you're going to get a decent amount of run out of Bielitsa, somebody that like two years ago at some points was playing small ball centers and dropping like 40, 50 fantasy points a night. In this game, he got to shoot eight times, picks up three assists, four rebounds. So Bielitsa will be appealing to me if he joins a starting rotation. I don't really see that happening right now, but that's what's going to be happening again if Marvin Bagley was to miss. Mike Conley, you already know the deal here. Mike Conley is out, so that's going to help Donovan Mitchell. That's going to be helping your Jordan Clarksons of the world, your Joe Ingles. All these guys see more usage, and Jordan Clarkson is still too cheap at 5700 or 5900 right? The price point did jump upwards, but he's coming off of another game. This has been the recipe if you've been watching this channel with Mike Conley out. Oh, Jordan Clarkson, he's going to be seeing a lot more usage. He's going to be seeing 30-plus minutes now or at least 28-plus minutes with no Mike Conley. A lot more usage. And basically, he's going to shoot 15 times. Does he shoot 26% like he did last time out? Or does he shoot 54% like he did the time before that? The difference there is him scoring 20, 25 fantasy points and 40 fantasy points. My guess is that the guy who's averaging a 58% true shooting percentage this year does not end up continuing to shoot 28% on the season so far. So Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley look like the direct beneficiaries. Gobert, as he always is, is underpriced at 7,200. He's basically going to drop you like 35 fantasy points with the upside of 40 plus. So he's still in a fine option. Russell Westbrook. They said he's questionable. They don't know yet what he's going to do. It's not on an official injury report, so you're not going to see it if you're looking early on today, but it's the second night of a back-to-back, and they're saying that they don't know what they yet want to do with Russell Westbrook today, so questionable for rest reasons. If he's out, well, Bradley Beal's below $9,000, and you just know what to do there. And Ishmith is also out, so now a lot more guard minutes to go around for your Hajonato's probably going to start and see more run, right? Garrison Matthews actually becomes something that we have to look at. Jerome Robinson, if he was in the starting rotation, actually something we have to look at if there's no Westbrook, but the big heavy hitter would be Bradley Beal. If indeed there was no Westbrook. If Westbrook is in at 9,400, I mean, he still looks good. So does Beal at 8,900. And allow us to now move to the early interest where I'm trying to go team by team, identifying one player who stands out the most, a buy low spot, an interesting GPP option, whatever it might be. But of course, we're going to be touching on some other players if there's anybody else from that game. So starting in Atlanta, $7,400 Clint Capella. Let's call the buy low spot here. This is the cheapest that we've seen Clint Capella in a couple of weeks and honestly a month plus now. So Clint Capella is somebody who's averaging 1.32 fantasy points per minute this season. For a guy who's now no longer like 85, 8,600 when he was overpriced, this price point is very nice. There's no Mitchell Robinson. So he's going to be going up against Nerlens Noel, which is a fine advantage for him. Julius Randle, still fine for him. This Knicks team playing better team defense, but still Capella here at $7,400, you're finding the buy low spot and he doesn't have to give you 50, 55 like he did when he was at 8,600 to win you a GBP. 40, 42 fantasy points out of Clint Capella, which again, at his fantasy point minute production, if he gets the projected minutes, I'll give him today, 28 to 30, probably 29. It's going to look good for him. So Clint Capella stands out as a buy low spot option. Gallo is at 4.9K. The price point's getting up there now. He's still a fine option coming off of a 26-minute game, but he's somebody that the minutes still aren't reliable enough. We know he can play up to 30 now since they told us that and actually have played him that high, but it's not something that's consistent enough to if he keeps playing 25-26, 4.9K might be a little bit expensive, but Capello would be my favorite option here, and he's somebody that I don't know if he continues to pick up ownership. Maybe the industry, maybe all of you going ahead and playing him makes it so that everybody identifies this buy low spot, but it's very quiet, and a lot of guys aren't getting identified at their buy low spots. Chris Middleton, a couple of games ago, was a buy low spot candidate. He goes off for 60 points. Just lucky for us that it ended up being that game. Last time out, Jordan Jordan Clarkson was like 5.4K buy low spot. There's a couple of other buy low spots on the slate that we can get to, and we can do that right now by pulling up a couple of the next teams here. You can go over to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, look, James Harden is going to be fine. 10,700 if you have the money. If we find a value, he's fine to get up to. I personally, right now, I'm going to be referring Kyrie Irving at $9,000, who with no Kevin Durant does average the exact same fantasy point per minute production. I don't think this would happen over a longer sample, but he does get the 1.4 fantasy point per minute production, and he does play big minutes against the Sacramento.
Sacramento team that's going to let you play big minutes and play well against them. After that, it would be Harden, Joe Harris, who I would expect to start at power forward. If not, then no interest really in Joe Harris at just shooting guard spot. But Joe Harris at a cheaper price point, and Bruce Brown if he was to start. Zach Levine, if Wendell Carter Jr. does play today, some things change in terms of my interest for Zach Levine, but not a ton overall, right? Because Laurie Markkinen is the bigger one for him, who would still be out, who picks up peripherals everywhere. Levine still does average 1.49 fantasy points per minute, even with Carter back if Carter was to play today. And even in bad game for Levine, right? Even in that bad game, he still gets you there with 47 fantasy points and change. His price point doesn't change at $9,200. I think it's still a fine price point for Zach Levine, where everybody in their mother, everybody in their brother, everybody in the sister, the aunt, the uncle, the nephew, the niece, whatever it might be, everybody out there is going to be going to Kyrie Irving for $200 less, right? Maybe even Kawhi Leonard if he plays for $400 more. And I can't blame them all that much, but Zach Levine is somebody that we've been riding on this channel for the past week, and there's really no reason to get off outside of if somebody wants to say regression. But the reason he's not outperforming anything right now, he's the only dude on his team and he plays big minutes, 35 and a half per game, and he's averaging 1.5 fantasy points per minute since there's no Laurie, no Carter, and no Porter. So Levine is a strong option for me right now. Let's put it this way. On a seven-game slate, if Kyrie Irving was 25% on today and Levine was 12, give me Levine. Give me Levine for half the ownership. And for me, probably a very similar projection. Andre Drummond at 7,600. He missed yesterday, but it was for a rest reason. So I'm just going to project him in for today. Obviously, we'll change it if anything else. Here's the one concern, but I don't really know how they get around this. Golden State's going to play small ball, right? We don't have any news on James Wiseman returning yet. So if they're going to keep playing small ball with Draymond at center, how often does Drummond actually have to stay out there? Do they go to a smaller ball lineup? But what is their small ball lineup in Cleveland, right? There's no Larry Nance to put it to five. There's no Kevin Love to put it to five. So is it Jared Allen at the five? Well, that's the same thing as if you're putting Andre Drummond out there, right? It's not like a small ball center. It's the same thing if you're putting JaVel McGee out there, right? So there's really no small ball centers that they have in this team unless they want to put Chetty Osman at the five, which then you're just putting a very bad player out there. So I think that actually saves Andre Drummond that he doesn't have a small ball center behind him that can come in like a Kevin Love or Larry Nance, these guys that are hurt, and play the five and just take minutes away from him. So at 7600 price drops another $100 just because he rested yesterday. I think that Drummond's going to make a lot of sense. I think a lot of people go to him. I think this keeps people off of Clint Capella because we have a Rudy Gobert at 7200 We have a very cheap Drummond who's definitely going to pick up ownership, has been all season long, and is now the cheapest we've seen him arguably, I think, probably all season right around there. So yeah, I think Capella starts to become that similar pivot option if you have Drummond at 25% and Capella at 10%. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pivot there if you need to get different in one spot in your lineup. It's all about your total lineup ownership. It's not about just this one spot in my lineup, total lineup ownership. If you're playing cash, we'll just go to Drummond, right? But $7,600 Drummond makes way too much sense here. The rebounding rate is going to drop. The minutes are sketchy, but it's all built in now. He's not $9,000 anymore. It's all built in. If Drummond gets you 40, he's actually doing really well for you, where when he was 9,000, it's a bad game, right? The price point is going to matter. Price sensitivity in the NBA is a real thing. The next team's up here. Kelly Oubre from Golden State is that dude for me right now, factoring on all the price points. Look, Golden State is just, it's just a really good spot for Kelly Oubre. He's continued to perform so well. He's continued to see such big minutes earlier this year we were worrying and I continue to be on Kelly Oubre because he was in the low five carry and just saying this guy's not going to just stop hitting his shots as a good basketball player from the past right and now the minutes are there now the minutes are all the way there even in a blowout loss you got 32 minutes the last time out there when they ended up losing by 17 to the Nets you're getting 32 plus minutes in Kelly Oubre over his last six games straight you're getting 14 or more shot attempts over those last six games straight as well coming off of a game that was a blowout shot 15 times played 32 minutes scores 38 points he scored 38 points in back-to-back games he's now scored 30 or more fantasy points in four straight games and five out of his last six. Kelly Oubre with this matchup, Cleveland has been good this year. Don't get me wrong, right? Garland, Sexland out there, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. This has been a good defensive team overall and a surprising defensive team, but Oubre for me at 6,500, just knowing how well he's been playing, how well he's been shooting, picking up other peripheral stats out there as well right now. Kelly Oubre is up to a 15% defensive rebounding rate, which is good to see. He's picking up about three blocks and steals combined per 100 possessions. That is also good to see. That's basically like per game at this point. That's very, very good numbers. And that three means total between the two of them, not three of each category, then that would be fantastic. But Uber at this point, he's got his true shooting up to 50%. It's probably only going to continue to go higher. He's my favorite Golden State Warrior. Then Wiggins at 
the cheap price point is 6300 and then the guy that i've continued to love is draymond green like these guys are all the 6k range i've said it for now three days straight these golden state players in the 6k range are all like 1a 1b 1c options for me in that 6k range on most slates today it's going to be Ubre, wiggins and draymond in that order we can then go over to john wall who we already talked about so we don't have to get too much into when we talked about the injury and status dashboard but he's going to average like around 1.2 fantasy points a minute today there's no oladipo out there still from houston also eric gordon will look good but his price points now up to 6400 so he, ha- he has to get you those 35 34 fantasy point games right otherwise he's just kind of dead money for you at that point and that's my concern for a player who really gets there a lot of the time just from pure scoring whereas john wall can easily easily get there from like a 15 assist game similar to like a chris paul because of that 38 percent assist percentage with no and with no and that is right one more time with no mr old on the court and the other thing out there if you're in the revenge narrative streets he's going up against his former team washington today so if you think he has to just buckle down a little bit and i mean based on the way that he left that team i wouldn't be i wouldn't doubt it if indeed he wanted to give a little bit more of a nudge out there that's another reason why if you're on the the russell westbrook side i mean he's been on multiple teams now but if he plays maybe give the little bit of the nudge there for him but yes john wall gonna go up against bradley beal and just show him you know what i'm the man still right even after these injuries i'm the man still maybe there's a narrative to that 7500 john wall looks like a priority play today for me in indy right in indy today the nice matchups down low is going to be for guys like sabonis you still have brogdon but they're kind of fairly priced right ninety one hundred dollars sabonis sure you can score 50 points right okay i get that he's another guy in that range right around zach levine and and, and some of these other guys like kyrie irving that might balance out some ownership okay seventy seven hundred dollar malcolm brogdon i think it's appropriately priced maybe he's two hundred dollars on their price same thing right but i think that a guy you're actually getting a nice price on is miles Turner, who continues to play bigger minutes out there and it's really more so the matchup against chicago even if wendell carter jr was to play today i still like miles turner but the fact that he's questionable hasn't played in a while so if he was to play maybe he's limited miles turner is averaging 1.05 fantasy points per minute he's averaging a 20 percent defensive rebounding rate to this point in the season and he's shooting 34 percent from three-point land you're getting the minutes you're gonna get so far 30 plus minutes a game out of him he's averaging 31 on the season so this is a player that normally doesn't pick up all that much ownership but it's at this point it's just because the minute security is there and the matchup is giving him a little bit of bump in my model right now to the point where look it's a loaded center slate if you want to go to a lesser owned clint capella a probably somewhat chalky andre drum you want to go all the way up to the top to Embiid if he plays but Miles Turner is a sneaky option that probably doesn't pick up any steam at all today. Next up, a couple of guys that we have to see what happens with the injury news. Lou Williams. All right, just see what happens with Kawhi. If Kawhi is in, none of these guys from the Clippers really make much sense for me. But Lou Williams, yeah, Lou Williams is going to be someone who makes a lot of sense for me. From just a fantasy point per minute standpoint, he's going to average a ton. Yesterday, he ended up starting in that game. But with no Kawhi on the court, no Paul George on the court, we really don't have a sample. It's been literally like one game or two games for these guys. So it's hard to really judge what they're going to be doing. Lou Williams in 156 minutes with neither of them on the court is second on this team with 1.26 fantasy points per minute. That's fantastic. You want to know who's first in a very small sample of 96 minutes? Serge Ibaka, 1.39. So it's obviously skewed because it's a small sample, but I would rank it right now if indeed Kawhi was to miss again. Lou Williams, Serge Ibaka, Luke Kennard, who Luke Kennard would jump up to 0.85 fantasy points a minute and a cheap price point in more minutes. Reggie Jackson, and then Marcus Morris. And there's even a chance that Reggie Jackson slides ahead of Luke Kennard once I finalize the projections down below on Patreon. Kendrick Nunn today, he's a similar option for me in terms of like your Miles Turner's plays today. I don't think they pick up that much steam, but very quietly, consistently playing bigger minutes, price points even dropping and in a nice matchup. This matchup against the Clippers is nice when there's no Paul George and Kawhi Leonard out there, right? When you're going up against Lou Williams, who has been a, a known revolving door on defense, when Dred- Reggie Jackson's going to be out there for 30 minutes, a known revolving door who couldn't even stay on the court in the postseason last year. So yeah, Kendrick Nunn, sure, he's going to be the point guard out there. I get it. He's going to be playing next to Jimmy Butler, but 30 plus minutes, 32 plus minutes out of Kendrick Nunn, right? He's up to over 28 minutes per game on the year, and he started the year for the most part as a backup. He's going to average with these guys off the court close to 0.9 fantasy points a minute. I think Kendrick Nunn's matchup's really nice. I think he has sneaky, massive upside at a 1.75x multiplier on the presenting sponsor of the show super draft you can check them out down below jimmy butler himself eighty two hundred dollars worth mentioning he's a big yes he is a big big yes for me today 
He's a big yes. It's as simple as that. He had his first bad game in a while. Price point actually dropped on him, even though it wasn't like a horrific game, but now he's going to be right back up there. He's a $9,000 player price at 8,200. Simple as that. Guys like Jimmy Butler should be a uh, very strong cash considerations for you today. Nerlens Noel, last game played a lot of minutes, but he had to play. We, we said this. He had to play alongside Julius Randle, who's a very active player from a rebounding rate, assist percentage, and just shot attempt standpoint. So this was not going to be the same Nerlens Noel that would back up Steven Adams, because when that would happen, there was no power forwards that were active around Nerlens Noel. It was his responsibility to go out there and get his 10 rebounds and get all these putback opportunities opportunities and, and just easy layups. Well, Nerlens Noel, it's a small sample, but he did play 32 minutes. That's the big thing here, but he only shot six times. Thank God he made five of those six attempts to actually get you to 10 real life points, but only six rebounds, picked up two blocks and a steal, only goes for 23 fantasy points at $3,900. At $4,400, if we get those minutes again, it's great, but is there going to be enough meat on the bone next to Julius Randle on this team to get Nerlens Noel to a 10-12 shot attempt game, to get him to a 10-12 rebound game? I think that there might be. I think that it's still a small sample, so Noel at $4,400 is still in play for me, but just keep in mind, if he becomes yet the chalkiest option yet again today in the slate well then there is narrative to pivot away he is not the same player that he was when he was in okc stepping in for steven adams there's other guys on this team the main one being julius randall that are going to soak his production away and now we can finish it up with the final three teams here seth curry's my favorite play from philly after that it would be ranked in this order it would go danny green because of his price point joel Embiid, and harris look with shake milton likely out again and if shake milton was to return then kind of scratch all this but shake milton i assume is out based on the news that we've been getting from them and that it's going to be taking some time but with him out this year you're getting bigger minutes you're getting 34 and 35 minutes over the last two games for Mr. Seth Curry, and he hasn't even produced yet. So I think it might keep people off of his trail when Seth Curry has a real 35, 40 fantasy point upside game if he's going to play that many minutes. He basically just needs his shot to fall on a decent extent. Like last time out there, he shot like 20 something percent. He's a 65% true shooting percentage shooter, shoots 48% from three point land. The massive upside there, if he plays 35 minutes instead of his like 25, 26 that he's been playing and takes an extra three, four shot attempts, the massive upside for him is yeah, he walks himself and shoots himself into a 35, 40 point fantasy day. He averages point eight fantasy points a minute with no Milton on the court this year. Similar things can be said for a cheaper Danny Green. Green's just not playing as big of minutes, but Danny Green so far this season is going to play the most minutes with Shake Milton off the court. He only averages 0.7 fantasy points a minute, but he's shooting 38% from three-point land, 55% true shooting. You don't get any other peripherals. Like at least from a Seth Curry, you'll pick up like a double-digit assist percentage. You'll pick up a decent amount of steals and blocks. Danny Green at this point, he will pick up some steals, but for the most part, no assist percentage at all on him. He's averaging a 6% assist percentage and a 6% total rebounding rate right now. So not something to rely on outside of a shooting, but he is cheap enough to this point. So I'd rank Philly right now, Seth Curry, Danny Green, factoring in price, and Bede, and then Harris. In Utah, we already talked about this for the most part, but you're going to get Donovan Mitchell averaging 1.3 fantasy points a minute. Assist percentage shoots up. Ball handling responsibilities, drive rate shoots up with no Mike Conley. He's strong at $8,000. He's kind of in that range right now where he's kind of next to John Wall and Drummond. He's right around the Jimmy Butler. So it's a really tough spot. You can check the projections, the final projections below if you have any questions on that between Donovan Mitchell and Jimmy Butler to see who grades out better. But Mitchell on Shuba draft at a 1.4x multiplier looks really good. Rudy Gobert, still fine. He's not going to be a priority from this team, or at least compared to like a number one or number two option, but he's still a very strong option. Jordan Clarkson at 5,900. I'm going to keep liking. I know the price point came up a little bit, but he's not going to shoot 29% for, again, a 60% true shooting percentage player, right? So Clarkson at $5,900, especially if steam goes away from him, tougher matchup against Philly and that uh, defensive players on the outside, like a Seth Curry and a Danny Green. But if Clarkson, if he's going to go unnoticed in terms of ownership, we can talk about this on the 4 p.m. live show later tonight. Hit that notification bell so you're notified of when that starts. Well, then his 1.6x multiplier in Superdraft and his price point on DraftKings is going to look really good as long as he continues to get these shot attempts and knocks them down, which I assume is going to start to weed itself 
himself out. And then Bradley Beal looks to be probably the best play or one of the best plays on the slate. It's like a Bradley Beal and Kyrie Irving start to your lineups makes a lot of sense with no KD today. And if there was no Russell Westbrook, but a lot of really strong guard options today, you have Kyrie, right? You have guys like, I mean, again, you're going to be having Jimmy Butler. You have John Wall already on the slate. You have Donovan Mitchell. And now you slide in Bradley Beal. If there was no Westbrook, I would like Bradley Beal the most there. He's going to start to average like 1.4 fantasy points a minute. He's going to play his season average of 35, 36 minutes. And then guys like Garrison Matthew and Rollin NATO also look good because there is no Ish Smith. So just guards in general, Jerome Robinson, depending on where I project these guys, depending on who starts, somebody else will pop up as a value. But yeah, these are strong options. It is a very guard heavy slate today. Getting up at guard is the priority. We didn't even talk about Trey Young, right? We didn't even talk about him. There's a lot of guards in the slate. Bradley Beal, Mitchell, just to recap it, Bradley Beal, Mitchell, Zach Levine, even Kyrie Irving, all of these guys are going to be looking, Jimmy Butler, if you want to consider him a guard, all these guys are going to be looking like strong options. Picking the right ones there is going to be the key to the slate. John Wall, I mean, even Lou Williams at 6,400 becomes a priority, of course, if there's no Mr. Kawhi Leonard. So that's where we're at, gang. That's the breakdown for today. Those are some of the early interest, about 15 to 20 of them to get you ready, to get you understanding the slate, to get you informed about who's out, who's in, and how that impacts them. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for getting smacked around by this big information, the big energy that we have here on the best day of the week monday so yeah happy president's day happy single awareness day if you didn't get to celebrate yesterday you all rock out there treat yourself to something nice today treat yourself to a lovely 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 day no matter where you are in this country that it seems like every single state right now has got gray and cold weather no matter if you're in texas florida california up north wherever you are right now so stay safe with everybody best of luck hit that notification bell so you know when we're going live later today if you want to support my content and, and yes you're supporting me but you're also at that point i mean you're, you're keeping the lights here on and making a scale of veteran media llc but you're also at that point taking yourselves and your game to another level with patreon tools and analysis tools will help you increase your chances at roi so you can check that out link down below patreon.com backslash sal underscore vetri underscore support the sponsor of the so super draft and if you're lasted all the way to the end you want to check out one of these hoodies there's a merch store down below as well the big energy merch store for t-shirts and hoodies very very comfortable thank you so much for tuning in you all rock and i will see you all later today at the 4 p.m live show check out the golf videos today check out everything we got on this channel you all rock peace out gang